Tom, you got this, man. You got this. You'll do it better yeah. this time. Last week was rough, yeah. but you've got it. I believe you in it. you. You're going to do a good job. I'm feeling pretty good. You have a good face. I, mm-hmm. We're proud of you. <laughs> I'm pinch your cheeks, mm-hmm. but we can do I, this. Right. There's never been a better podcast host than you. That's true. I got this. All right. Friday night. Ready to go. Friday night. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's another episode of Wrestling On Air, the podcast. We are good oh. to go. We're back. Why would you do extra claps? I, Why would you do extra come on, claps not, that after was... everything we've gone through? Sinking stuff. Hey, Socks. We've got you on the podcast. <laughs> You've already made your presence hey. known. How's it going? Good to I love doing that. Yeah. Nice to see you. Um, yeah. That's the thing I do. Uh, we're going to move away from Socks because he's already frustrated me. Damn. Tim. Bye, got... Socks. <laughs> Bye, Socks. See ya. Uh, Tim, hey, we've got you on the podcast as well. What's going on, Tim? You do this week. Yeah, this week is my week to be on the podcast. This week, the the weekly the weekly uh, open seat is Tim's this time. Uh, we don't know who will be in it next week, and also we do this bi-weekly, so we shouldn't say this week. But hey, who else have we got here? Who's that over there? It's Oren. Hey, Oren, how's it going? Hey, ah, uh, you know, <laughs> hot start, guys. Hot yeah. start. Hot start. <laughs> Friday night. We're doing it. Uh, all right, so I am feeling anxious because I hosted last time, and you know it's a tough thing to be a host of a podcast. It's there's a lot on your mind. You can't. You you're the one responsible. You know the buck the buck stops here, right here. Uh, and one of the things that I regretted not doing was properly introducing Oren to our listeners and hmm. finding out more about Oren and what's going on with her specifically. Hey, Oren. Yes. You got a pizza shop. What's that about? That's true. That's true. Uh, well, <laughs> you, you, you know, you lead me. You, what do you want to know about the pizza shop? I like the idea of every topic tonight. Tom just says the topic and then says, what's that about? What's that about? Yeah. <laughs> what's cracking? All right. I'm going to start this off by saying my assumptions about your pizza shop. And I am then going to ask questions and you can also correct me as I go along. I'm comfortable with this. Go ahead. Number one, you have the pizza shop. True or false? <laughs> That's true. Number two, it's not a franchise. It's not like a Domino's or anything. This is just like an independent run pizza shop. True or false? Well, sort of. All it right. is a local or rather a regional franchise mm-hmm. uh, mm. with stores located around North Florida and um, <laughs> Central Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are... Three in Jacksonville, where mm-hmm. I live, and we own one of them. This has taken a turn for the worse. I thought that it was an independent-run pizza shop. It was like a punk rock pizza shop. You were sticking it to <laughs> oh, the man. Oh, but it is. I don't know that it is. All right, tell me this. How much control do you have over what kind of pizzas you're dishing out at, at your shop? <laughs> 100% control. Nice. Okay. so we have, co- we have complete control. So you could, tomorrow, you could scrap the menu, say, fuck this menu, don't like any of it, from now on, we're just doing crazy pizzas named after wrestlers, named after ourselves. We could like just start charging for uh, onions. <laughs> and... Tom, we already charge for onions. All right. Okay. What? Really? Why would they it's not charge for onions? Yeah. What, what world are y'all living in? No free onions here. I'm equating a pizza <laughs> shop to a subway, and I'm now realizing that they're very different things. The vegetables, you always pay for vegetables at a pizza shop. Um, so here's the lowdown. Mm-hmm. Let me let me, let me me lay it to you straight. So our, our pizza place um, got very popular in a town called Gainesville, which is the home of the University of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's very beloved to people who attended that school. Mm-hmm. And because... 
because the culture here in Jacksonville is very steeped in the Gators and football and uh-huh. UF, uh, a lot of that love for that pizza place has bled into ours. Okay. Uh, so, yes. So we are beloved in that sense. And also, would you say your hands are tied right now? Like how, because you're so beloved, but because people know this menu, they love this menu. Hmm. Do you feel like you can't make mess with it too much? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we can. No, we can't. We can't screw with it. We can't screw with it because people expect uh, a certain thing and love us for certain reasons okay uh and and on top of that it would be foolish to mess with perfection (laughs) i'm gonna okay i've asked you this question before and your answer pissed me off so i'm gonna ask you again live on the pod good lord what is what do you think is the most exciting pizza that you have on your pizza shop menu right now all right now a pizza that is printed on the menu correct Mm -hmm. not one that i can just pull out of my ass like a okay like a pizza which has a has a name which is like people will call up and just say hey let me get the, the name of this pizza and it's a standard order you know there's no there's no fuss mm. i would say the monster pepperoni powerhouse i love the name i'm gonna ask you to tell me what the toppings are on this pizza i want you to guess what the toppings are i'm gonna guess just a lot of pepperoni it's a ton of pepperoni man that is it an extra cheese an extra i mean okay so i'm pissed off again that's you would say the most exciting pizza and it's just a pizza with just too much pepperoni on it <laughs> like you you spilt extra pepperoni on a pizza yeah that's like yeah. One. like there's a problem it's like if you if you empty just like an industrial sized bag of pepperoni <laughs> onto a pizza <laughs> tell me that's not exciting it's ex- it's exciting to do at home i think from a store where i would imagine there's pizza professionals who are assembling and handcrafting pizzas <laughs> i would think that you'd have like some craftsmanship and some like you know more unique pizzas where you're pairing flavors you're getting wild with the toppings there's nothing like that this is weird it's not no. weird it's a fair question okay so so this place there's there's no there's no seating you can't sit down it's delivery and pickup only there's a window sure. the door is locked customers cannot come inside <laughs> okay okay all right all right that's that this is information i wasn't aware of yeah right no i'm trying i'm tempering your expectations Mm -hmm. so you do not expect this to be the sort of place where we experiment with wild and exotic flavors no yeah uh we we deliver to drunk people i was Uh, (laughs) i was gonna say yeah like when you told me the the door was locked the customers were not allowed inside my immediate thought was drunk people like this is a place for drunk people and now you've kind of reset my expectations, my understanding, and all right, I think I get it now. All right, that's yeah, fine. yeah. We're in a rowdy, we're in a rowdy neighborhood, and mm-hmm. so, and not not rowdy in a dangerous sense, but rowdy in a fun sense. Okay. Uh, so, we, yeah, we deliver to a lot of drunk people, uh, kids. That's about it. Has that ever been a problem? It's fun. It it it's it's it sounds fun. I'm I'm saying that in a way that there's like three question marks at the end because I'm not sure if it does sound fun. <laughs> but I don't want to just act. I don't want to act. Listen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Being a pizza boss is hard work. I'm sure it is. I and mean, that's why I think it doesn't sound fun. Well, thanks a lot. That's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so good. We've learned Jeez. more about Aaron. We've we've understood that she delivers pizza to drunk people. And, she, and her favorite pizza is very boring. That's what we learned. <laughs> and her favorite pizza is just a lot of pepperoni. Uh, this is I... disgusting, and I'm feeling unsafe in this environment right now. <laughs> oh, no. Can, oh, no. Can, can, can I ask another question about uh, the pizza biz and specifically the toppings? Sure. So I call up. I'm like, hey, I want a. I want to just tell you what kind of toppings I want on this pizza. 
and you're going to charge me and you're, then you're going to deliver this pizza. Hmm. Do you... <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it in as confident... I'm not saying it like in as many words, but that, that's the understanding. Because you know? it sounds like you're being a dick already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, no. I'm, she would probably hang up. I'm calling up and I'm saying, hey, uh, yeah, I want to order a pizza. Um, can, I, can I do like custom toppings and stuff? And you'd say yes. And then you ask, do you charge for onions? That's, that's the question. <laughs> I want to know, uh, do you have like set, do you have like one charge that you charge for like you know the vegetable items and then another charge for the uh, like the meat items and like where are you making your money? Like if someone calls up and just asks for like a whole lot of vegetables on a custom pizza, like will you make a lot of money on that because all the vegetables are much cheaper, or does it not really ma- does it how does it work? I want to hear about this. I tell you, I tell you where we make the money is on cheese and meat. Really. Um, Right. Well, on one hand, cheese is extremely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's the that that's where the most payoff is. This is so boring. It's not. This um, is interesting. This is interesting pizza talk. Another thing is wings. Uh, mm. We we do banging sales on wings. So mm-hmm. and wings too are something that don't cost us a ton mm-hmm. to buy and to prepare, mm-hmm. but uh, but we charge a little more for it and and. Considering the number of wings we sell and mm-hmm. the amount of wings go out the door on any given night, yeah, we make good money on wings. I buy my fancy things with wing money. That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> that's that's what I understand because I see I see these pizza places diversifying. I see that happening. Uh, so don't think that it's not being you know uh, something that's been noticed. But now I hmm. understand why. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we've had pizza talk with our end. Um, Tim, what's going on with you? Um, nothing, Tom. Cool. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> Nothing at all. Tim, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What's on your pizza? Oh, my pizza? What do you like? Oh, man, that's hard. Um, I like pineapples and Canadian bacon. Oh, hell yeah. Are you saying this to, to have the hot internet debate that is uh, <laughs> yeah, related I'm just trying to, to... I'm trying to be uh, viral. That's yeah. what people will want to talk about. Yeah. No, um, yeah, that's actually, that is probably my preferred pizza. Do you genuinely, though, seriously, you prefer, you like Yeah, that? no, really. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I do. Now, now, here's the thing, from an old pizza pro to some <laughs> pizza noobs mm-hmm. here. Have you guys ever put banana peppers on your Hawaiian pizza before? No, but that e- sounds great. No. I've only seen them at Subway. Christ, it's so good. Please try it. All right. I, I need to get them from Subway because I haven't seen them anywhere else. This seems uh, this seems incorrect. Also, I do all my vegetable shopping at Subway because they give them to you for free. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bag them up. Yeah. You just get, like you say, you just get a flatbread. They just say, load it up with, you know, as many vegetables as you can. And then you go home and, like, pick them off. Yeah. And, and then you them separate the fridge. them into little, like, baggies and then you just put them in the fridge. There's your grocery shopping, baby. That's how you do it. So on that note, on that note. Let's flip it around. Tom, hmm. how yeah. are you? I'm good. I had five and a half beers so far tonight because I was at uh, the Evolve Wrestling event here in beautiful Queens, New York, which is a first for this podcast. This is hot off the press, like, you know, not to get into wrestling talk too quickly, but this is like as fresh as it gets. This night, a wrestling show happened. We're now on the podcast talking about the wrestling show, except maybe we're not talking about it quite yet. Because too much wrestling You've talk. You've got to quit the clapping thing. <laughs> that was only that was two fingered clapping. That was only two fingers slapping against my palm. So I think that was fair enough. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good right at this instance. In terms of what else has been going on with me, you know, not much. Just hanging out. Uh, mm-hmm. One fun thing is that I've been having uh, physical therapy lately on my neck. I got one of those crappy necks that you hear about, um, and that's a fun time. 
because when I go to the physical therapy, it feels like, you know, like in the, in the wrestling, um, like when you see like someone who's injured in wrestling and you see them on the road to recovery, like, you know, working out and like, you know, slowly getting stronger and stronger on the physical therapy and like you 2 is playing and stuff. It feels a bit like that, but nice. also maybe not as good as that. So you're sort of in a Nikki Bella zone right now. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you bought the rock shoes just for going to this, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, not specific. Okay, so that worked out perfectly. So it just so happened that I started my physical therapy uh, the same week that my my order of the rocks beautiful, ugly, beautiful and sold out shoes uh, arrived to me. Did you know that they were actually the fastest selling shoes? from Under Armour in the year 2017 <laughs> in parentheses <laughs> for Under Armour for Under Armour yeah yeah, yeah. isn't that impressive yeah. like these are these are hot sellers you can't get them anywhere right now um so I'm very proud to be representing The Rock in his his beautiful um Under Armour shoes as I do my physical therapy I wonder I wonder how many they had made to you, sell out so fast you're, you're very neggy about these shoes and we had I'm just an not argument. a fan of them man I'm just not a fan yeah. I've, I've pulled up a picture of them right now and I'm looking at them again Mm-hmm. And I just cannot get in with this. We had an argument about colors where you said they were orange and I said they were yellow. Uh, and I think that argument is still unresolved. I, think I did a poll and everybody thought they were um, orange. So. I, it looked 50-50 to me when I checked. So that was a, that was a hot debate. And you guys, you guys are just kind of a little bit... You're, I don't know. You're kind of haters. You know, I don't think you guys would be... You wouldn't get on with me and Dwayne Johnson. Uh, that's The Rock's real name. Uh, while we were kind of like you know slamming and banging and you know pumping iron together in our in our in our cool shoes, uh, wow. and they're extremely comfortable actually. So, you know. So, a question for you: mm. Are you going to carry the spirit of the rock with you to physical therapy and take his <sighs> no quit attitude with you <laughs> as you as you heal? No, because I have I've started the physical therapy, and I would say in every session so far there has been a point where I have quit. Uh, because sometimes it does get quite tiring and sore on my shoulders and other parts of my body. And I say, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And they say, oh, they kind of say, okay, in a kind of resigned way and then like put ice on me. <laughs> so with that in mind, with that in mind, then yes, have the shoes failed you? <laughs> I, the shoes have not failed me. I have failed myself um in a way that i don't know if i have failed myself actually because if i had the rock as a personal trainer and he was wearing one of his tank tops and he was saying inspirational quotes and like joking about how he smells and being a little bit sexist but in a way that i guess as a man i can deal with but i would still find a little (laughs) uncomfortable (laughs) you know in his trademark rock way so if i actually had the rock as my personal trainer i think i'd be doing much better but i don't i just have um a couple of guys uh, from Brooklyn, so you know it's probably their fault. It's, it's their now, fault. Now, Tom, way. why did you only buy the shoes and not the full Under Armour set? Um, because I didn't want to commit that hard. To be honest, I like I like stupid shoes, and these are kind of stupid, but they're not really as stupid as I would like. To be honest, um, the pro the prototypes had like quotes from him and stuff <laughs> on the sides, <laughs> like it said like you know uh, blood, sweat tears you know earn it. <laughs> um <laughs> and that would have been more fun 
so I've not committed completely to the rock brand, and that that is actually something I'm glad to have done because I, I have some issues with the rock these days that we will get into later, specifically relating to his his latest venture in in the fate of the furious. But hey. I think if I were if I were the designer of the shoes, the mm-hmm. bull would be on the tip and the horns would come out of the shoe. I like that. So the the, yeah. the horn. Oh wait, the horns would actually be protruding. Like, like a three dimensional. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, yeah, I could see. Yeah, I, I would, I would love that if that was an option. I would, I would definitely take that. I feel like it's a huge missed opportunity. But yeah, Under Armour or it could there. be like it could be like the pump, you know. But instead of mm. the basketball <laughs> on the top of the pump, you've uh-huh. got the bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you and you just mash on the bull's head. But what happens? I don't know what happens when you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't well, get that far. <laughs> Maybe there's like like a water buildup inside, and it shoots water out <laughs> no, of the horns. It, you know what it does? It says a rock catchphrase when you mash on the bull. Oh yeah, that's and it. it's sort of like uh-huh. you know that you know that sound like inside of a greeting card when you like when the, yes. the, the that bad audio sound. So it's sort of it's like the rock talking, but really tinny <laughs> and kind of bad. Yeah, coming out of the shoe. That'd be perfect. I and love then it. you can't really hear it unless you're like literally down crouch down listening to the shoe uh yes. yeah that'd be pretty fun uh but yeah no so that's that's what i've been going that's been going on with me uh Oren, have you been doing anything aside from creating pizzas of too much pepperoni on them mm. see i don't like your tone here hmm. um, <laughs> just saying it just how it, so just i declined to answer the question okay <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> actually i tell you know what i tell you what i did do thank you I went to a local indie show last <gasps> weekend and had a blast. Oh, man. That's very exciting. Is it? Did it have a name? Like, does it have? Yes. Really? So what? what <laughs> yes. What? It is. It is a. It is our local fed here in Jacksonville, Florida, or Very North nice. Florida, the region uh, in which it's known, uh-huh. and it's called USWA, which I think stands for United States Wrestling Alliance, if I'm, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Sure, that um, checks out. It, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the pizza place sponsors the shows, mm-hmm. so oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we so we uh, we sell pizzas to them, and they put them in the snack bar, mm-hmm. um, and everyone who goes to the show gets to eat. Our pizza as they watch wrestling. It's a good feeling. You know, it's a it's a very gutsy move to call another promotion USWA. After, <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say Jerry Lawler's <laughs> association. The only difference is it's alliance. Oh, is that? Yeah, so I yeah. Think, believe it's alliance. Yeah, hold on, let me check. That's, yep, it's alliance. Okay, <laughs> so that <laughs> I was going to say because that sounded familiar. So that was that was Jerry Lawler's like what nineties promotion or like later? Than yeah, that? It, well, it was originally Jerry Jarrett, but it eventually okay. became synonymous with Lawler at mm. a certain point. Yeah. I mean, these, these guys must be very proud of their product and have a lot of faith in it um, to to you know <laughs> to kind of just steal that acronym. Um, was 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 your pizza the only food available at this show? Uh, there's assorted candy. Um, <laughs> there were there were chips, I think, and there were soft drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nice kid in front of me spilled his coke all over my purse. Oh, nice! Um, That's fun. And then and then instead of cleaning it up, he looked at me just mm-hmm. with this like needy look in his eyes, as though I was his mom. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I looked back at him and didn't move. And the coke just sat on the floor for the rest of the show. So both of us <laughs> failed. Me and the child. <laughs> I got it. And how old was this child? Like, how old are we talking about? Uh, ballpark, maybe 15. That's 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 old. pretty high. That's kind of old. Yeah. For, for, he looked yeah. he looked to me to be the adult, and I refused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, he's still kind of like he's out of soda, but you you're you're you've gained a purse full of soda, so or at least splashed by soda. So I. Yeah. No, you don't think he came out best in this situation. Well, yeah, my 
purse wasn't like harmed in okay. any way. All so, right. you know, I, w- I wasn't necessarily bummed about that. Mm. It was more having to put the foot in the soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was kind <laughs> of a drag. As, as the pizza providers, were you treated like VIPs? Did you get free tickets? Well, we're friendly with the people who run the promotion. Oh, so, uh, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, so we know them and, and they're nice people. They're, they're really nice folks. So, mm-hmm. yes, we are. I get soda for free at USWA shows. That's a pretty good oh, well. When, Fucking nice. I, when you I try s- to pay them. I go, I go to the concession to get myself a Coke every <laughs> single time. I try to give them $1.50 and they never accept my money. $1.50 is... Like that's pricey for like a, a a smaller indie show as well. I would say. I would say. I would guess a dollar. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. they had a steel cage this time, so <gasps> oh, I will man. gladly fork over a dollar fifty <laughs> if it means they can buy a steel cage. <laughs> Immediate question: How long did it take for them to assemble that steel cage, and how rickety did it look when it was constructed? Oh. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, they had a, they had an intermission. I'd say the intermission was about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, they played just a general playlist of WWE themes over the loudspeaker <laughs> while they were constructing it. Uh-huh. But like, but they wouldn't finish out the song. Whoever was whoever was on the 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 Spotify would just like get bored of a song halfway through and skip <laughs> to the next one. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, they're constructing the steel cage, which was brought out in pieces, and it was just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, fence material. But they used plastic zip ties to adhere it together. Um, yeah. They also used chains, I think, they're, but the zip ties were more of a secondary kind of reinforcement. Sure. But, but there were definitely zip ties there. i got to say, I, not to not to interrupt too much, but uh, at the Evolve show tonight, I saw a lot of zip ties in terms of, like, the, the ring apron and keeping the, the canvas to the mat. And at one, <laughs> there was a lot of zip ties going on. And at one point, there were like six people all struggling to pull a zip tie like apart to like un, you know, to undo it. And then one hero came along with a pair of scissors and took care of that business. It was but, a lot uh, like the sword and the stone. It was a lot like that. But it, it, I was surprised that the, uh, there was only one member of the ring crew who, who thought to have a pair of scissors or something to you know de-secure de- de- the zip ties, as is the the uh, the. Um, Anyway, carry on. <laughs> so the so the cage was assembled, and so how long did it take? Like, how long did you say? About twenty minutes, All right. minutes or so. That's yeah, yeah, about right. Not bad. It was a good intermission. People got to stretch their legs, um, uh-huh. but uh, but the cage stayed put. I'll give it that. Oh, the wow. cage didn't go anywhere, and they they gave the cage a bit of a beating too. Uh, one mm. thing that was a little terrifying is that, and uh, as as one who goes to a lot of professional wrestling events wwe where things are very nice Mm -hmm. i wasn't prepared for the fact that the ring posts had no padding on them nor did they have anything (laughs) protecting the tops of them Uh it was just like exposed steel and it was it was it was terrifying man that's 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 pretty yeah that's that's pretty severe i don't think i've been to a show which where it's just been kind of that that raw you know usually there's at least some kind of padding for when they do their you know fantastic landing on their balls on the top of the ring posts Uh, yeah none of that there there were there were no no such uh no no such moves involving a ring post uh because it was just exposed metal how how long did the show go like how many can you remember like you know how long you were there for compact i'd say maybe maybe just at two hours probably not too long really oh that's not bad that's oh okay. that's nice yeah yeah and it's in the same uh the same venue that they host uh the nxt armory shows in oh nice so oh, cool. yeah so it's it's familiar but of course the setup is completely different and mm-hmm. uh much more um indie for mm-hmm. the uswa show uh but i am not exaggerating when i tell you that there were probably 
just as many, if not more, people there for the USWA show than come for uh, NXT shows. It's, nice. it's surprising yeah. how popular indie shows can be when they seem... I know this sounds like pretty well run, but like I remember I would go to like FWE in New York, which stood for right. originally it stood for Family Wrestling Entertainment, uh, but then <laughs> then they started not being family friendly and it just stood for FWE <laughs> uh, or just FW Entertainment. I don't know. Um, so and they they were they that was not a well run promotion. That shows would often go like five hours and they'd have like twelve matches, and yeah. it was it was a real mess um so but i'm i'm very i'm very glad for you Aaron, that you have like a a uh a trusted local indie wrestling promotion which you seem to be like have too close an association with like given that you're supplying them pizza <laughs> so w- when you speak of them glowingly like i'm like you know i'm taking that with a grain of salt you know i'm not i'm yeah, not gonna absolutely. rush out and kind of investigate them well that's rude of you first of all to assume that i would uh, <laughs> never speak anything less than my mind here I, on the pod <laughs> i'm just saying it just, it just sounds it sounds like it's you're very very close with them and it sounds like they're nice people yeah no it's nice it's nice they're not my best friends i don't (laughs) i don't hang out with the people who run uswa for fun would you be opposed they've never been to my house if they said hey let's hang out like what would you say would you say no or would you like how 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 professional now that you're a journalist on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right so here's here's probably if they like if they invited me to chill like they're having a barbecue right Mm -hmm. Uh, my first question would be, w- will there be wrestlers there? Yes. Um, uh, good and for, if yes. the answer is no, mm-hmm. I come up with a polite reason why I can't come. That's a good first question for, for any situation. Will there be wrestlers there? That's just a good, that's a good first question regardless, you know, what the event is. <laughs> anyway, um, um, we have them on the line and they're, they've been listening to this the whole time. Here's the big surprise. So, yeah, sorry about that. But hey, what else has been going on in the week? Um, t- uh, socks. Yeah. Did you want to do our special? So now we're we're like a new improved oh, podcast. Boy. Now we've got like bits. Are you? Do you want to do your bit? <laughs> <laughs> do you? Because you you've actually prepared something, right? This is Total Divas Recall. It's a rewatch segment of the original Total Divas because all of you have watched it and I've never watched it. Total Divas Recall. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Okay. I get it. Yeah, I, I heard. I actually heard him say "Total Divas Recall." You, you, I heard you say "Total <laughs> Divas Recall." There. Yeah. All right. That that's great. That's, that's perfect. That's my tough guy wow. voice. That's what I say when I want to intimidate it's, people. It <laughs> sounded like Roadhog from Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that the toughest guy. The the the, the toughest yeah. guy voice. Uh. So yeah. So socks. You're an asshole, and you haven't watched Total Divas for. How long has it been on the air? Like five years now? God, a long time. Something like that, yeah. yeah. The first, it was four years. It started airing in 2013, yeah. which is very, very, like, noticeable when you watch those old episodes. I, I'll bet. I'm, but I would say 50% of the time that it's been on, it has been probably the best, like, you know, regular wrestling program on. <laughs> And that's and that's maybe more than fifty percent because there's been some there's been some strong strong episodes of Total Divas. Yeah. Uh, so you're only just watching now. Start. How many episodes you watch? Just the one episode so far. I have watched the first two so far. Okay. Right. So, so the original plan was you to watch a whole season, <laughs> and you're that's just a lot. Uh, two eps in. It's cool. I, that's it's a cool. lot. I don't know. I, that, I don't hmm. have time. I don't know that we had a. Pla- well, I was hoping that he would watch have watched more. But- I, can, I, can talk, I can talk 
about the first two episodes of Total Divas. This, I'm going to say yeah. my opinions of them are not nearly as strong as when I started watching yesterday. Mm. But I do have a bunch of notes here that, like, I don't really remember what I watched too well. But mm. I do have, like, a weird note that says Nikki is really excited to fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a thing. one that says seeing Bill DeMott feels like a smack in the face. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. So you're yeah. just reading this Twitter drafts. It feels like basically, no, yeah, that's as good. So, so what are your impressions off the cuff? Yes, like close your eyes, don't look at your notes. Yeah, yeah, no notes. Just what struck you? Let's hear some raw opinions. So far, I hate this show. <laughs> nice. Right, we're not off to a good start. Yeah, this is mm, that's a shame. I mean, I'll stick with it. Who I'll do you f- hate the most? Probably Eva Marie. Good choice. Mm. It's a real, it's a real okay. big toss up between Eva Marie and the Bellas. I mean, you know what? Not the Bellas. I like the Bellas. Like, they're the only ones that actually have any character. And, like, you know what? No, it's a toss-up between Eva Marie and Cameron. Or, what's her name on this? I can't remember her real name. Ariane. Who is our our season one cast? We have the Bellas. Mm -hmm. We have Cameron and Trinity, correct? Ariane. We we have Eva Marie. Jojo. And is that it? Is it? it And Jojo. We we also have Jojo. And this is really funny that you forgot this, but Natalia is also on it. Uh, yeah, she was. She's who could about. forget? Yeah. <laughs> she never goes away. Yeah, she's always, yeah, she's always there. I was coming and go, but yeah, Natalia just and she's always having some around. kind of sitcom like mishap every yeah. episode. She's always up to no good. Um, so, so do you? Is there no one that you like? Is there nothing redeemable about it so far? Like, is there like what, have you have you enjoyed anything? I feel it. Yeah, no, it's like it's surprisingly watchable for a show that's like pretty not good these first like few episodes i've watched yeah. mm-hmm. but um like i think i think the bellas definitely have way more character to them than everyone else and that's yeah. been uh, that's been pretty enjoyable mm-hmm. uh naomi i don't necessarily uh what's her name trinity trinity it is a, it's a real name yeah yes yeah uh, i don't i don't necessarily like her but I, I appreciate her. She's the only person there that's not a petty asshole. She's real. She keeps it real. She's she very real. She keeps it very real. Yeah. She's, I would say I, she's pretty likable. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Carry yeah. On she's, she's pretty likable so far. Uh, Natalia just keeps like complaining about fucking everything. And I can't stand it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like she's very clearly insecure about every single little thing. Yeah. And like that would be really good if she was the only person that was insecure and like <laughs> everyone else was just fine. But no, everyone else is just a fucking petty asshole. And I can't stand them. Just wait until you get the Lana and Natalia dynamic in sorry, the current sorry. season. I hate to break this up. Give me give me three minutes, okay? I'll be right back. No, you have to you stay. Have, yeah, this is this is unprofessional. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fill while, while Sox is gone. Hey, Sox, edit all this other stuff out and just cut this starting here. Uh, but yeah, I remember those first se- I would say the first two seasons, they were definitely, they were still finding their groove. And I think, I don't know if it's sexist to say this, but I think a lot of it was... Once, <laughs> That's like, always a good way to start. <laughs> all right, so it is sexist to say this is a better way to phrase it. Uh, but when Daniel Bryan and John Cena became... Once they were kind of like solid, regular cast members, I feel feel like the Bellas seemed to like find their groove and there was a lot more intriguing stuff. It felt... I don't know. It just felt... Once they were kind of established as their on-air, like, you know... Um, you know, partners. Sorry, that's, that's when I thought. I think it felt pretty good. Don't worry, socks. I fill. I filled in. Yeah, I'm gonna delete it anyways. What was I talking about? You were talking about uh... the unlikability of everyone. I yeah, you're yeah, just. I, I hate everyone. Uh, 
I really can't stand Eva Marie at all to a mm. very special degree because she, while everyone else is just kind of petty and terrible, she's yeah. petty, terrible, and puts herself in situations where like she clearly does not look good, but also uh-huh. uh, like expects everyone to feel bad for her. Like in the second episode, she tries to become Fandango's dancer, and then reveals halfway <laughs> through the episode oh, yeah. she doesn't know how to ballet dance, <laughs> and then she doesn't understand why everyone is so upset at her. <laughs> I that was a great yeah that see that was a lot of fun but like how much uh, when you're watching it like how much do you consider like the the meta aspect of it where like. These are just like you know, like characters, and like, like, do you ever feel? Oh bad yeah, for, totally. Like, do you feel? Like, I kind of feel bad for Eva Marie sometimes because I'm like, oh wow, they're just they're saying, hey, Eva Marie. So in this episode, we're going to make you look like a dickhead this way. <laughs> uh, you cool with that? And she's like, yeah, that's uh, that sounds good. That that sounds fun. Yeah. And it's kind of like an endless cycle of that. In the first episode, they made a really really big deal about her dyeing her hair to to yes. like a ridiculous degree that I could not stand. They really wanted her to go blonde, and mm-hmm. like the second I I heard this and saw that whole thing about it, I was like, mm-hmm. so this is why Brad keeps saying everyone WWE wants everyone to dye their hair. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, there's it's it's kind yeah it's kind of interesting to try and like pick out like you know okay what of this is bullshit what of this is real and what <laughs> what what can this like inform me about the WWE system like how much of this is like you know oh we can't have more than like you know 40 percent brunettes on the roster or like you know how yeah. much like how much sway does nikki bella have like you know in terms of saying <laughs> that, in, in terms of saying that nikki that even marie can't look like a, a third bella twin you know here's one thing i think it was actually real there's a point where fandango kissed his own hand when he first met even marie and i thought that was a really fucking good power play <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> man, I don't remember. That is absolutely a thing. He definitely did. <laughs> he, there's a, got a lot of good Fandango in uh, those early. See, oh man, I want to rewatch some of this now. Uh, wait for season two. Season two is chock full of. Uh, you're saying his name wrong, guys. It's Fandango. Fandango. There is someone I like on that show, and it's Daniel Bryan. Has he shown up yet? Is he? Has he? Is he established as Bree's boyfriend? Or? Yeah, no, they established that in the first episode, but it was a oh, little wow. more prevalent in the second episode where they did the lumberjack challenge oh where they had to like cut wood oh that yeah it was it was kind of so you're reminding painful. me now how much i hate daniel bryan on total divas <laughs> really you don't like daniel sure. that's that's a big revelation that's a that's oh really i think i i think he's smug Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's why I like him. I think because you know, I think that's why I enjoy him. No, he's, he, he's a really good audience stand-in of like, wow, I don't give a shit about any of this, which I yeah. really appreciate. He 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 does. He and John Cena both seem like quite bad boyfriends and quite unsupportive <laughs> in some ways. Well, it's true, and that's yeah, I, I yeah. see that. Yeah, he and he can be kind of like. I, I like it when he just like laughs in Nikki's face when she says something silly. Uh, but I, you know, there's also a smugness to it. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. <laughs> I also wrote here that Nikki and Brie are a weird tour de force of bad ideas. Like there was this whole segment uh-huh. where they kept trying to like talk about how they were just going to redesign Brian's home because mm. they just didn't like that it was small and there wasn't really anything happening there. Oh god. <laughs> 
Ogden. <laughs> the, the Nikki Bryan war is one of the best things about that show. Mm. Just them never getting along. And it never ends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it continues through every season. And also through every season, the the anger from the Bella family and how small Daniel Bryan's house is never goes away. <laughs> yes. the, the small house is a big deal. Like, it, it, it runs God. for a while. Yeah. <laughs> they have a serious blowout fight. And oh. it might be on Total Bellas and not Total Divas. Yeah, that's Total yeah. Bellas, yeah. Right, yeah, they have a huge fight. Yeah, it, it, that, yeah. The, 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 the humble, the, the final humble battle about whether Nikki is humble or not is... Uh, you've got, you've <laughs> yeah, got a lot it. to look forward to, Sucks. You've got a lot to look forward to. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely going to stick with it and like try to get to parts that are a little more watchable. But there are, there are some small moments I've clung on to. Like, yeah. there was, at one point, a weird close-up of John Cena's boner. And I didn't understand why they mm. did that, but they did it. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> did you, I mean... Are you sure you didn't hallucinate that? I don't I'm... remember that, man. No, it's like, clearly there. It was in the fucking woodcutting competition part. <laughs> You've gone mad. You watched too much Total Divas. <laughs> I think maybe I remember this. I watched two episodes, which is too much. That's too much. <sighs> but hey, thanks for thanks for that uh, insight into into Total Divas Recall. Sucks. We'll, we'll we'll see where that goes. That can be that's a that's a fun weekly segment that was well worth the uh, the, the the new audio bit. I think that yeah, I think that worked out well. <laughs> uh, but hey, Aaron, were you going to say there's more total divas to talk about i think there is what do you think i think that absolutely is i think i think uh we should we should be known for our total divas segments uh i also wrote here vinny seems like a really fun dad oh vinny's the best vinny is a good time vinny Vinny is very vinny a dad he's not a dad but i see uh, i I feel like i wrote that under the impression that like he's not actually a dad but if he was like he would be pretty fun Mm. Mm. i yeah, I mm. I don't know. I don't see him as dead. Like he doesn't seem to be responsible. He's very emotional. That's He's true. I don't emotional. know. I don't know. <laughs> he cried a lot. He seems like a very abusive dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a dad of a lot of issues which need to be worked out which he, yeah. he refuses to do uh but hey speaking of total divas i think we had a a new a brand new episode of total divas this week which had Ooh. i would say some of the best total divas stuff that we've had for a while i i, I really enjoyed it oh, it was the mother load there were so many things going on <laughs> what what do you remember Aaron, about the the episode like what were your standout moments from that episode all right well there were several complex storylines interwoven together as usual with mm-hmm. total divas yeah um but but the one that stands out the most obviously mm. was drunk renee versus <laughs> sober and sleepy lana it was incredible i've uh, i so i was i was not sure about renee uh at first when she was like a regular cast member because she seemed she didn't seem to kind of like strike at like at moments like the, the right tone for total divas in terms of like you know being believable with the bullshit storylines I have never believed that in anyone more than I have drunk Renee yelling at Lana in in the hot tub. <laughs> she 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 was drunk and she she was not happy with the situation that was going on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, she also see I liked how smug she looked as well. So that she was telling Lana off, who eventually got dragged off to bed by Alicia Fox. Was it at least no? It was Naomi. Oh geez, I'm a racist. Yeah, Naomi. Wow, that's a problem. Hey, Jeez. Stop, cut out my racism. She, <laughs> uh, uh, she got dragged off to bed by uh, Naomi, and uh, just kind of cut back to uh, Renee, just like la- lounging out by the hot tub, looking so smug and pleased with herself, but also very drunk. Yeah, she had the, she, the her posture was very. 
I don't know. She looked like a lounging cat. She did, yes. <laughs> like just, just victorious. And one eye is open and the other is shut, and she's just got this like crooked smirk on her face. <laughs> she knows that she has been she has been as badly behaved as Lana has, but she's not the one getting in trouble, and and she just feels very pleased about that situation. Now here's a question: Do we feel as though it is inappropriate? that the producers of Total Divas ply these poor women with so much alcohol in order to pull an exciting performance out of them? Or Mm. did they ply themselves with alcohol? Mm. I think Renee's a drinker. I think she likes to have fun. I think she is too. (laughs) I don't think she had to be plied too much. She's a lady. She's got her own money. I think she's a great big old drunk. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I especially, given her, her happy marriage to Dean Ambrose, um, that seems like a couple who, they they just kind of go where the wind takes them, you know? As long as the wind takes them to a bar and then maybe maybe another bar and, hey, just, just having a great time. So I, yeah, I, th- I think the, the, the Renee getting drunk and the, the drunkenness seems, I, I'm cool with that. Uh, the paid stuff is hard to watch because mm. that's maybe mm. it's because we know how it ends, but that's yeah. They're, they're showing, feels like a real sore spot. Yeah, it, they're showing more than I was expecting as well. Like, I didn't expect them to kind of keep going with this storyline, even though they know how it ends and how it's going. I guess it's good drama, but it's kind of not reality TV drama. It's just. You know, there's a girl actually just crying in the parking lot because she failed a drug test mm. because she's got a creepy boyfriend now. Slash, is she? Is, are they married yet? Are they actually a couple? Are they a, a married couple now, or are they still engaged? I think he's still married to his oh, wife, yes, isn't he? That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, there was that little hiccup there. <laughs> yes. So yeah, unless uh, Alberto Del Rio has committed the act of bigamy, uh, they are not. Yeah, they are not yet. <laughs> they are not yet married. And hey, I take that stuff seriously. So he's hoping not. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty strong app. I think it's, I forget how socks, I guess you haven't experienced this yet, but watching Total Divas live as it airs is, there's a lot of commercials. Like I can tell there were a lot of commercial breaks and like they kept showing a whole bunch of stuff that I knew I wasn't going to care about. Like it, yeah. there was one that actively spoiled that even Marie got her hair dyed and they tried to make that like a big plot point. But it didn't uh, work. Every time they'd go to commercial, it'd like cut back and be like someone going, mm-hmm. "Did she change her hair color or something <laughs> like that?" Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. When, when you're watching it live, there's they tease they tease stuff so much, and you think, "Okay, the next segment is when I'm going to get drunk, Renee." And no, it's just more. I can't even remember what the other storylines were. I think it was Brie trying to get pregnant. And Brie, at the end of that, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I maybe I misinterpreted this. Okay, so Brie can't get pregnant, and she's wondering why. Is it because because she's a vegetarian? Yes. And she thinks maybe she's not getting enough <laughs> nutrients from her vegetarian diet. Yes. To conceive a baby, mm-hmm. but then she realizes it's because she's been going to something called cryotherapy, <laughs> which is oh, boy. which is where you immerse yourself in something very cold and. She says that it's very holistic and good for you. Yes. How could you forget and then, that? And then Nikki, the higher IQ twin, yes. canonically established, reminds her that perhaps she's been freezing her eggs this whole time oh by religiously attending cryotherapy. Yeah, I I loved that. I love that whole bit because. 
breathe like they, they weren't going they weren't speaking to actual doctors or anything they were just going from like <laughs> acupuncturists to like they were going to some witch doctor <laughs> <laughs> but she was just te- she was just t- talking to all these random people about her ovaries and they were just like nodding along and saying well you know acupuncture could certainly help with that cryotherapy that shouldn't be a problem and i was like just go to a doctor brie like just go to an actual doctor and stop talking to these weirdos uh but yeah total divas talk but hey speaking of total divas uh Aaron, i believe that you've been listening to um the totalist diva <laughs> of them all uh ryback and <laughs> uh, and does now is it true of, no ryback has a podcast is that is that right ryback does have a podcast um it's called converse it's called conversation singular with the big guy <laughs> So there's only been one podcast. <laughs> Just one. It's 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 misleading yeah. because there are multiple episodes. Is it, so there's been up. far more than one conversation with the big guy. Is it possible that it's just been one conversation split up into like numerous different podcasts, <laughs> or is that does it definitely seem like you know multiple conversations? You know, it's hard to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess one long conversation. Is there a chance that Ryback is in a room right now, still having that same conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, like if I picture Ryback podcasting, I picture him like driving in like a Dodge truck, right? <laughs> like he has like a huge truck. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like a Bluetooth or something, and he has like like a head. <laughs> phones and he's got like a mounted microphone inside of the dashboard of his giant truck and he's like pulling through the drive through of like I don't know Chipotle's don't have drive no, yeah. I can imagine this I'm also- I mean, can you see this yes. this is like I just I don't imagine he ever sits still he's just like driving in this truck everywhere filming his every move I'm also picturing the truck as having like uh, like blue denim upholstery on the seats I don't know why oh god yes <laughs> <laughs> for some reason i'm just picturing that or like the, the the outside of the truck is just like coated with like you know blue denim i don't know i don't know why it's just something that's in my head uh how how is this podcast to listen to is it a fun so i'm not i'm not a religious listener of mm. conversation with the big guy but it's one of those things where i i am subscribed to it sure. so if it does bleed into my listening uh session i'll listen for a little bit mm-hmm. it's it's not my favorite, and mm-hmm. I say this as a fan of the big guy. Mm-hmm. He's a little negative. He, I don't know if you could imagine that, but Ryback seems to have a chip on his shoulder. I've heard him yelling about Marks. So I listened to like maybe two episodes, and he oh, he, yeah. he screamed about Marks and those fucking Marks. Are <laughs> he has a he has a character. He has like a bit he does for his podcast and on social media called Mark Fur Life. Right? Ah. It's like a it's like his alter ego oh, is it's Mark a Furry segment, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's... He's a mark for the fur life, uh-huh. is mm. what I think it means. That's his persona, yeah. Right, so it's like a it's like a hat with a wig coming out of it, and he does like he only he was he has to use a Snapchat filter to like distort the face for like his like. Yeah. So character. last time I heard anything about it, he was griping because they haven't brought that filter back in a long time, so he can't do it. <laughs> And fans keep asking him to do it, and he has to tell them on Twitter they haven't brought the Snapchat filter back. Um. So the like the standout the standout for me of the Ryback podcast is one that aired several months ago. So this isn't recent, mm-hmm. um, but it's Ryback sharing stories about the good old days uh, mm-hmm. back in the WWE, mm-hmm. and you know the the boys in the locker room and all of that. Mm-hmm. And he said that when he was in FCW. He was well known because he made his own 
homemade liquid Cialis <laughs> that oh, he no. would s- uh-huh. that he would sell to the boys. Uh-huh. And that he was like the locker room dealer of liquid C- and liquid Cialis too, not just regular, but like liquid. And Cialis is that like is that like dick stuff or is that what is it's what a, is it? It's a boner enhancement. It's like it's like Viagra, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So he was selling boner. Have juice. you never gotten the email for Cialis? Come on, I th- I'm sure I have, but it's just I was like I don't it's know what Cialis. Free. Is. <laughs> I didn't know this was like a liquid version of Cialis. That's the idea that Ryback sells boner juice is fucking insane. Wait, didn't something happen with him and Brock Lesnar in Cialis? Yeah, yeah. Remember the joke? Remember the Brock? It was like it was like Daniel Bryan made a joke Mm -hmm. about how uh, Ryback and was it on? It was a it was um, a table for three. Yeah, Mm. table for three. Thank you. Where he, like, Ryback was so excited to meet Brock Lesnar and wanted to impress him <laughs> that he took Cialis to impress Brock Lesnar. Oh, and I bet it was his liquid stuff. <laughs> right, right. It all comes together because it all makes sense now because mm-hmm. he was making liquid Cialis. Sure. <laughs> but anyway, so he, he oh, tells no. stories about... They'll, you know, them all pounding liquid Cialis and like going to Smoky Bones Barbecue. Mm-hmm. He loves to talk about Smoky Bones Barbecue, which is a franchise that apparently he worked at when he was uh, trying to make it big as a wrestler. Uh-huh. Um, a, a common topic of Ryback's podcast is his past as uh, as like a server at Smoky Bones Barbecue. <laughs> well, he doesn't definitely doesn't have a future. So yeah, <laughs> oh, damn. he's gone real. It's it's been surprising how quiet his career has been since he left. I mean, aside from like the podcast where he's regaling us with these kinds of stories, but he hasn't <laughs> done anything notable. Like he's just done kind of pretty average indies. He hasn't done I don't know anything really. Are you are you guys worried about the future of Ryback? Do you, do you think he's gonna ever come back to WWE? Do you think he's gonna make it? I'm all right. I think he'll bounce back, buddy. Yeah, hmm. I think he'll be fine. Don't worry. I'd like to see Ryback in New Japan. Personally, <laughs> well, that was. Do you remember? People were like, kind of like, I don't know, teasing that he was going to be like the new Bullet Club member or something Good like God. that. And that it seems... ended up being Cody Rhodes. Yeah, which you know, in retrospect, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they should have gone that route. Yes, maybe Ryback would have been more fun. I sometimes I sometimes feel like maybe Ryback seems like he was like an okay guy and well liked and he got teased relentlessly on that table for three by Daniel Bryan which made (laughs) me feel a little bad for him but then he doesn't seem to be representing himself particularly well in this podcast well I have a Ryback (laughs) anecdote yes like a secondhand Ryback anecdote so when I think of and I've I I, I'm a Ryback fan I'll just go out and say it I love Mm -hmm. I love Ryback I love the Ryback um I'm not I'm not necessarily a fan of whatever it is he does with himself now but (laughs) Ryback has provided me with a lot of genuine entertainment sure um so I went to I went to an Evolve show I think it was yeah it was Evolve and I was wearing a Ryback t-shirt Nice. <laughs> um, that had a picture of I got it from Kmart Kids section and it had a picture of Ryback oh, nice. ripping a sheet of notebook paper with his teeth and it said Ryback ate my homework on it <laughs> uh-huh. and I went up to Chris Hero's merch table to buy a shirt mm-hmm. and he looks at me and he goes irony Ryback shirt huh 
<laughs> Which made Jeez. me feel great. That's, and so yeah, that's a little gross of old Chris Hero. So, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't take it. I thought he was kidnapped. Sure, and yeah. so I'm like, no, actually, no. I really do like Ryback. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Is I'm, I'm a fan of Ryback. And he goes, mm-hmm. you know, Ryback's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. And I always took that to heart that Chris Hero said that Ryback is actually a really nice guy. I, I have heard very nice things about him. I've yeah, I've I've heard he seems to be well liked, but I it just seems it's it's a shame that he doesn't seem to be able to present himself as <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's a tough thing. I it's have like, no proof of this, but I hear enough people say it. Yeah, it's like it's like if you have a friend who you know you like and you're a big fan of, but they are just weird around new people. So it's like it's like I imagine Chris Hero introducing Rayback to you know his other friends, and Rayback's just tearing up notebooks <laughs> with his teeth, and he's just like, no, he's a really nice guy. He's a really nice and guy. And Chris is like, actually, he's he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. It's just give him give him a second. Give him a second. Let him get out of the system. If he offers you some liquid Cialis, just drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I wonder if fine. Chris Hero ever took Rayback's liquid Cialis. He seems like backstage. a guy who'd be into dick. I, I imagine Chris Hero <laughs> <laughs> pictures. He seems like a dude. That's a bold statement. Oh my god. I I bet I bet he'd say yes. I bet he's into it. He I don't think I bet he didn't buy it, but I bet whenever, you know, Ryback offered him like a free sample, you know, just to kind of get the get the word buzzing, get the, get some buzz going about his dick juice. He'd, he'd take it. He'd I bet it. I bet that he accepted the dick juice and pretended to drink it, but didn't actually drink it. <laughs> do you think he just threw it away or do you think he gave it to someone who would appreciate the dick juice? I think he tossed it in the trash. Do you think Ryback checks to make sure people took it? <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily Pull down your pants, I gotta that's, say. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I imagine, like, Rayback giving it to, like, you know, the other wrestlers, then kind of, like, nudging them later, saying, hey, how about that dick juice? <laughs> or, like, or, like, you catch him glimpsing down at you every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, and he's, like, nodding, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that was perplexing about Ryback, like, telling this story about the dick juice is that he was making it sound like it was a party drug not like it was for private yeah. time like yeah. like the boys would all just like pound dick juice yeah. and then go like <laughs> go to a bar just hanging out just a bunch of boys just hanging out just <laughs> just slamming shots of dick juice <laughs> that, oh and he mm. said he's he said that odb the wrestler drank the dick juice too Huh. <laughs> did did he elaborate on the effects or like you know what what was what was the result of <laughs> what what happens to a lady drinking dick juice that's that's an interesting question that i would like the Ryback podcast you should answer. tweet that to Ryback. he he blocked me just ask him on his hashtag maybe he'll answer your question no, I, I Ryback is a wrestler who blocked me and i i can't remember why because <gasps> i don't really yeah i don't think i'm pretty sure i never tweeted at him uh so i think he must have vanities because <laughs> i think uh, this is like you know back in like 2012 when he first debuted and i probably was one of the chuckleheads saying snarky things about oh look at the new big guy and i i regret i hope i didn't hurt his feelings so you know i'm not proud of this blocking but that's life sometimes sometimes you get blocked uh cialis is also used to treat enlarged prostates so he might just be out there trying to help his boys 
There we go. Well, they're all the that's a good point. All of Ryback's FCW class, they just got the healthiest prostates in the biz. They're gonna <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna live forever, baby. Because <laughs> the, the, the number one cause of wrestler death is you know prostate cancer. So these, these boys are gonna be fine. He's just looking out for his boys. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. Ryback talk. Oh boy. Uh, but hey, guys, do you guys want to talk about any wrestling stuff? I don't know. Like, is yeah, anything? You were, you were at Evolve. I was, yeah, I was at Evolve tonight. Yeah, I know. I kind of teased out at the top of the show. Frustrating thing. I bought tickets thinking that on the on the ticket seat map, it indicated that my tickets would be on the aisle by you know the end, <laughs> like close to where I could just like get out right. and go to the bar and bathroom. I was the opposite end, so I was like right by the corner of the ring, and I, <laughs> I it was not easy for me to get out of my seat. So that was annoying. I'm going to tweet. I've already tweeted Gabe about that, and hopefully he'll rectify that for future shows. <laughs> uh, it was a fun show. Yeah, I'll send you some t shirts. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a good show. It was yeah, Evolve eighty two, one eighty two. It was eighty two. That sounds right. Yeah, it was it was a good time. I would say I, my favorite thing about Evolve shows is that they never go longer than about two and a half hours, uh, and it's like I live about twenty minutes away from the from La Boom where they run them, so I'm like home by like the show started at six. I was home by 9pm, which felt amazing. Like, because I've had so many shitty wrestling experiences of, like, you know, not getting home until, like, 1am and stuff. And I'm old and tired, and I, I just don't want to deal with that. Um, and it was it was a fun show. Like, um, Keith Lee was amazing. He was probably the, the standout of the show. Uh, he got kicked in the dick. <laughs> That's true, he did. And so the best thing about Keith Lee getting kicked in the dick was um, when it happened, uh, there was like a moment where the ref was like looking at Kyle O'Reilly, who was the dick kicker. Uh, and then he kind of, <laughs> then he like called for the bell and like, you know, the match ended as a disqualification initially. Uh, I looked over to the curtain and I saw Gabe come out and look very frantic <laughs> and, and just like grab a member of the ring crew and just like whisper in his ear, like really, you know, anxiously. And then the ring crew guy ran over to like, you know, Keith Lee and gave him a microphone and they, they restarted the match. And, you know, <laughs> Keith Lee forgave the dick kicking. <laughs> But it was it was very yeah. Fun. So like, was that planned? It had to have been planned, right? It didn't. It, it doesn't didn't, sound I mean, like it was. Unless I'm like, unless Gabe is really committing to a bit, then I don't think it was because <laughs> it seems like there was definitely a moment after he kicked him in the balls. Well, the ball. I I would say it's the balls rather than the dick because it was from behind. Mm -hmm. Um. So he kicked him in the ball bag. And then the referee, kind of, there was like an awkward <laughs> moment where like the referee like points at like, you know, the, the ball bag, which has just been kicked. And then like, you know, looks at Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> <laughs> and he looked very startled and he was like, shit, I'm a referee. I know I've got to end this well, match. Do, do I do this? Yeah. yeah and he, he, he pulled the trigger. He did it. Um, and then you saw Gabe kind of like, you know, peek his head out and, <laughs> and look very, very worried. Because it's not like Gabe ran to the ring, like, you know, Vince McMahon or something. He was just, you know, he was still trying to <laughs> not be part of the, the, the situation, but it, it was, that was kind of hilarious. And that was also a great match, but, uh, that was the best I, match of the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was disappointed. So G Gabe's promotion of the show was mostly fixated around the, the main event, which was the Darby Allen, Ethan Page uh oh, God. last man standing yeah last man standing and he was and he was saying like okay listen guys i've spoken to you know on twitter he was saying like i've spoken to darby i've spoken to ethan page you know these guys are gonna go all out i'm not even sure if i should let this happen this is this is gonna be yeah, too which, much which to an extent is kind of gross to be promoting around this guy yeah. that is insanely stupid 
kind of, yeah. you know, stunts. Yeah. But then to not have him do any. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like, seriously, because, like, he was, like, because Darby Allen has done some really stupid stuff in the past, uh, which which I have, you know, been worked into, worked as an insider term for all you, you casual fans. Uh, I, I believed, you know, <laughs> I've he heard was about at, that. when he first did some of these stunts, I was like, I was genuinely worried. Um, so I was like, you know, going into this thinking, shit, I'm gonna, I'm second row, I'm gonna get like Darby in the face, or I'm gonna get Darby's blood all over my shoes, you know, the Rock's new shoes. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be dealing with this. Um, but then the match itself was pretty tame there were some spots where he kind of dived from the outside and he got thumbtacks he was put in a body bag with thumbtacks and power bombed and stuff yeah and, and that's not to say yeah. like they weren't going out you know like they were getting hurt like darby allen had to get stitches oh, and sure. stuff afterwards yeah yeah but he got um, hit by a it wasn't it wasn't entertaining <laughs> to me yeah, no. yeah it was it was really long and boring and there was like this the big stuff that happened was like interspersed with a lot of nothing yeah and even was... page correct me if i'm wrong maybe you had a different vantage point mm. um a i think his blood was fake <laughs> correct it didn't, honestly yes. like, i can't say one way or another it didn't gross mm. me out in a way that seeing blood in person has grossed me out before it didn't look it didn't look too brutal i you know i can't say one way or uh, another but yes i will 100 percent say it was fake as a viewer at home, what you saw was uh-huh. Ethan Page go down to the ground, kind of huddle around under the ring for a second, and then pop back up with blood all over his head. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was, it was, it was silly. It was. <laughs> it felt very cheap. Yeah, it 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 did. Yeah, that was the thing. It just, I mean, Evolve. You know, it's not like Evolve is a big fancy promotion, but it didn't. It didn't kind of live up to what they were promising, and it did feel a bit cheap in terms of yeah, just kind of presentation and just like pay off a lot of people got involved and and don't don't yeah. bring a vampire lady in and then just have her get <laughs> mm. knocked out she, yeah she didn't like, do shit this was like my first experience with it like evolve and darby allen specifically and yeah. the vampire witch lady you guys have been going nuts about <laughs> and then to see her come in i'm like she's gonna do something and she just gets knocked out and i don't understand why i, w- I was so <laughs> it was disappointed so, it was perplexing i enjoyed the faces that she was making making she did make some Ethan good faces yeah. she made some pretty good ridiculous faces i, c- I couldn't see her faces because the ref was in the way she was i think like the intent was like sexy wooing faces <laughs> but the result was sort of like drunken sort of like <laughs> i mean that can be no that can't be sexy that wouldn't be sexy at all uh i, I saw her as i was coming in uh when she was like just lo- like lugging her suitcase and man that really that really paid up to the whole character uh and she <laughs> and she just looked quite angry so you know that's the only face i've seen her make but they were building they built her up so much in the last the wrestlemania shows it was the fog machine which seemed to <laughs> like herald her arrival there was no fog she didn't do any magic tricks she didn't hypnotize anyone <laughs> she just got knocked over and then laid in a pile on darby allen and uh, austin theory uh why, yeah, and why was I, Austin Theory was out there? And he looks a lot like Baron Corbin, just so you know. In person, he looks a oh. lot like Baron Corbin. Oh. Exactly. I don't know if you know You know that. what I think he looks like and, and who I think he is. Hit me with it. He's the Harry Styles of Evolve. <laughs> that's, that's very complimentary. He's a real heartthrob. He, I mean, 
He's a yeah, he's a good looking guy for uh, on the standard of evolved wrestlers. I, well, no, he's not as good looking as Matt Riddle, though, I don't think. He but do you think he's <laughs> do you think he's gonna bring in that teenage girl demographic that Evolve has been trying to capture? I think I think that's the aim. I think that's what they're going for with them. I think they're bringing in the kids. I did tweet at one point, why won't the witch lady cast a hex on Ethan Page? And mm. Ethan Page did like that tweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> we might see some change happening in a He evolve. does like to name he, I think he's he he liked yeah he's he's a big fan of that that's that's his social media strategy sure <laughs> which you know I guess it's paying off uh yeah so it is a fun show <laughs> it was a fun show and I got to go home early so you know I can't <laughs> oh that's nice I can't I can't say anything bad about it um, and the tacks were real you found a tack and it was yeah. real it had a sharp end on it right they they had okay, like cool. they Good. had like a little like uh, plastic like cup with a lid on it like like you would expect to find gummy bears in but it had just like had ca- uh, tacks in it. Um, and Ethan Page kind of like, you know, pulled, he pulled the lid off like in a very big flourish. And one of the tacks came springing over by me. And that could have hit me in the eye. That could have blinded me. So that was frustrating, you know, being so close to the action. I didn't sign anything. I didn't sign away any of my rights. I didn't, you know, expect to, to have that kind of abuse. But um, that's just what you have to prepare yourself in the world for in the world of indie wrestling, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, it was a fun show. Um, aside from that, in the wrestling world, we had a superstar shake-up on Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, who cares? That's wrestling talk, you know? I don't really want to watch Raw anymore. There's no <laughs> one. <laughs> they just succeeded in kind of moving all my favorites to SmackDown, so that's cool. I have Monday nights free to kind of just watch other stuff. The only reason I care about Raw now is, like, the women's division. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, yeah, Alexa Bliss is still... She's, she's so good. She's fantastic, and it's like the other uh, women are very yeah. good as well. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, the Raw, it's just like, they moved Dean Ambrose and the Miz over to can, to have another Dean Ambrose and Miz feud, which seems upsetting, but yeah. Hey, that's WWE, guys. I think we covered that, and we covered the Superstar shakeup in, in, in detail there. Do you guys have any yeah, thoughts on perfect. what was been going on there? I'm good, man. Yeah. Not really. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but that's, that's what we think about things, and that's the questions we've been asking each other. What other questions have been asked of us by perhaps the faithful re- listeners? Socks, I'm looking at you. Are you talking about emails? Yeah. Do we have an email theme? <laughs> I know we don't. <laughs> um, no, we don't. I'll, I'll, I'll work on something probably. Right. Um, we got a bunch of questions. Some of them I... have a bit of a running theme, so I'm going to save them for the end. That sounds good. But uh, but uh, this first one here comes from Andy, and Andy Me? asks. Whenever listening to the podcast before, I would say to my mates, I can't wait to hear the lads talk about craps. Now Oren is in the mix and I'm struggling with what to say. Can I uh-huh. please get something approved from y'all on what to say, on what I can say next time to my mates before listening to the podcast? Hmm. Uh, Tom, so, is that your brother? Yeah, this is my brother. Just kind of <laughs> barreling into the email section with some... I casual sexism. Do ever, I don't know. Do you ever talk to your family outside of the email for the podcast? <laughs> um, I will say so. The email that came from Harry, like for the last show, <laughs> that's the first time I've heard anything from Harry for about like I don't know four months. <laughs> so for some members of the family, yeah, with Andrew, I, I hear from him a little bit more frequently. Um, but that, but that's a good question, you know. What if, <laughs> how, how did, about gender, gendered, uh, you know, pronoun, which one did pronouns? I don't know. <laughs> gendered words, gendered I mean, collective terms. We're talking about groups of people. So like, yeah. is, 
I'm going to ask Lauren, is lads still an okay thing to say? Unless you, you are going to take be... a very, like, very <laughs> grand stance against this, which as a woman i would allow you to do yeah that's a you he's kind of putting you on the spot there really Aaron. but you, you what, what are I your am, feelings absolutely. on this yeah gosh guys thanks for asking me what, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, do, you, what do you think about my brother <laughs> not understanding how things work what's his name again andy andy, andy, andy. are you listening his, his name- andy come on yeah mm. andy He's being hard work. He's 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 being very provocative. I think just call us the friends. He's I'm gonna trying. listen. To, I'm gonna listen to my friends talk on wrestling on air. Yeah, the friends is a good. Yeah. Bud, the, the gang, the gang, yeah, the crew, the crew. Yeah, the crew. I like is the good. gang. I, I'm gonna go with gang. This is actually a thing I struggle with because I write up the um the descriptions of the podcasts. So mm-hmm. it's like I have to keep finding new words to describe this group of people, and I use <laughs> I use the boys a bunch of time because the boys is fun. Uh, yeah. But like I've I've often went between. Between like the crew, the gang, the team, like mm. a bunch it's, of them. It's good to change if it up. If you spell yeah. if you spell boys with a Z, I consider oh, that yeah. gender neutral and all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we can all we were all in favor of that. But I think gang, crew, <laughs> posse, yeah. posse is good as well. Uh, the posse. So th- thanks, Andy. I'll I'll see you. I don't know when I'm going to see him. I don't think I'll see him at Christmas. But you know. Andy still has like four more. Questions. See you in hell, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy. Uh, uh, yeah, what's the next one from Andy? Speaking of posses, uh, all, Andy also asks, who would you rather have a pint of beer with? And this is for each of you, uh, crew. Yeah. Uh, Taz, Steve Blackman, or Pete Gass? I'll go mm. Taz immediately, without mm. thought. Taz, without <laughs> a doubt. Really? You'd rather have a, you'd sit down and drink a whole pint of beer with Taz and just have to make <laughs> conversation with him? I would know what to talk to Taz about, those other two. I, I Like, what do I talk about with the lethal weapon what do i say I, to him steve steve blackman he's a he's um I, I would choose steve blackman because he he runs like a, a bounty hunt. he's so intimidating that's fine You're, <laughs> it's a relaxed situation you could ask him hey how's the bounty hunting going because that's what he does now i think <laughs> so that'd be my first conversational gambit <laughs> oh but imagine the crazy things taz would say why would you not want that taz would not want to talk to you and i don't think he would he would not give you much back. I think you're you're expecting a lot from Taz, which I don't think you'd get. I don't want anything back, but his time. He's not going to give you it. He's... Well, Tim has some issues with Taz. He does. Am have I some... right? Mm. Yeah, we're. Oh, I mean, we're best friends. I think we we've. I don't know about that. I don't I think... know. I just I find Taz like he's awful, but I find him very entertaining, and I would love to be around it. I I think Taz. I don't think he'd respect. I don't think he'd get a sense of respect from you enough for for his high standards that he would open up to you and 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 have a have a good conversation with you over over a pint. I don't, I don't even want a good conversation. I just want I just want Taz being Taz. You'd get you get <laughs> shrugs and grunts. I think that's all you'd get. Shrugs. Oh, and that's grunts. good. I is would love good? it. I would love it. I, I would personally like Steve Blackman because um mm. because he is so intimidating. So uh, I could just go to a beer and get a drink and have someone very big and night and like strong next to me. So people mm. would stop throwing peanuts at me. <laughs> well, I think he would just encourage the peanut throwing. I think he I, he would immediately. You think he would bully me more? Yeah, he'd he'd smell like. Like, you know your your nature on you like what a what a baby he would pull out his nunchucks and just like hit you with yeah. hit you with peanuts off of them yeah, yeah. oh it's got to be steve blackman yeah of I course i f- i feel like i could level with him mm. person to person 
<laughs> well, I mean, I feel like there's common ground, you know. I mean, he's he's a bail bondsman. Mm-hmm. Am I? Is he a bail? You're like, also a bail. Yeah. And I'm and I'm also. A bail- <laughs> I, I I I just I feel I feel like we we would we would understand each other. Well, I think the real question that has arised here is, um, why does nobody want to go drink with Pete Gas? <laughs> he seems very clingy. I think he'd be very like you'd go for a drink with Pete Gas, and you'd immediately get the sense from him that like you know this is he's he he needs the attention, and I don't think I'd be able to give him what he needs. <laughs> you'd get a text from a Brett after going, "Hey, that was fun. When's the next time?" Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I and I think he's kind of got like he, he and Shane just have this kind of like you know rich bro feel to them and uh, <laughs> I, I i can't deal with that I, I i wouldn't be able to relate i don't think i i had a quick question for him do you think you would be an asset yes. to steve blackman due to your ownership of a pizza franchise like you could like pretend to deliver a pizza to someone he's got uh you know he's trying to like hunt down yes and then... yes and but on top of that i feel like our professions are more similar than you might think yeah I um think so. Open late. Yep. Uh, you deal with riffraff. Uh-huh. Um, you both have to lock doors. Right, you have to lock your doors. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I, I yeah I agree absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah we he, we could definitely run cover for Steve Blackman on some sort of a mission. <laughs> but uh, but but do bail bondsmen's really have missions? Yes. Yeah. If, if that's a question, everyone they everyone they are they're targeting is is a mission, a, a fresh case. I think we're confusing bail bondsmen's with bounty hunters, and I think that they're two different things, I, are they not? I specifically am. I'm only considering him as a bounty hunter. I don't really know what a bail bondsman is, <laughs> so I'm I'm only seeing him as a bounty hunter. That says a lot about you. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it says that you're a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> I do. I love the law. I I hate I hate the scumbags. What else we got, Sucks? What else did Andy ask? One last one here from Andy. Just a quick one. Who's going to the Big Easy next year? Mm. Me. Me. Nice. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see? I'd, I, okay. I'd like to believe that I would be, but um, I'm fussy. Uh, so I can, see my, <laughs> I can see myself getting annoyed at the whole idea of having to plan it. And I, I've still got like lingering, annoyed WrestleMania memories. So I need to get over that and just... <laughs> Psych myself up. I need to psych myself back up. I, as an expert on the city of New Orleans, Nolans. What if? Mm-hmm. I won't know. I won't. I won't engage that. Okay. Um, <laughs> never mind. No, carry on. I will plan you. I will plan for you and Sydney the New Orleans trip of your dreams. Ooh. I will say that Sydney's new, the New Orleans trip of Sydney's dream does not involve wrestling or WrestleMania or wrestling <laughs> fans. So that, that's the problem. Does She's it very- involve Bourbon Street, strip clubs, uh, grimy um, uh, gutters? That sort of thing? Yes. Yes, no, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I would say like a 50% hit rate on those ones. I think what I'm getting at here is that New Orleans is it's an it's an easy city to have fun in. It doesn't have to be a hassle. It seems like I I'm going to I'm going to try and defussy myself and be be psyched. I'm going to get myself in that state of mind. <laughs> I'm going to be ready for it. Yeah, you're off to a bad start, but Yeah, you're not you're not doing well. <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's it's You difficult. just you just go to New Orleans and you just let it, let it happen to you. you just let it mm. wash over you like the Puke in the gutter. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that you will smell a lot. Yeah, I'm 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 working myself out. We'll 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 see. We'll see is the answer. Uh, what else we got, Sox? Our next one comes from Jack, who is a longtime listener. They love mm. the show, and they just wanted to ask, what do you think was wrong with the crowd at Progress in USA on Mania weekend? I skipped mm. the last match, and I was at a oh, beach themed club. But in general, <laughs> I thought you Yanks were weak as hell. <laughs> Keep fighting and stay strong, Tim. Uh, so so I think so I think he's doing he's he's pulling a fun goof where there was there was a, there was a long time progress fan on on twitter who was making a big fuss about like you know how how quiet the american crowds were for wrestlemania weekend uh and then he <laughs> and then he disengaged from any continued debate by saying that he was going to a beach themed club <laughs> so, so he he was much too busy to be you know to waste any, any time on our squares uh and i thought that was the funniest thing i've ever seen it was uh, one, yeah it was one of the best tweets in a while I it, it, it. <laughs> it was so fun uh so yeah that was a, that was a funny thing like seeing like you know the some of the, the the progress people the progress fans you know be be upset about crowds being you know not chanting and doing the sing chants and all that kind of stuff i don't know i i, I don't <laughs> I, I i've been to progress shows and i enjoy the environment there but and i enjoy the environment at american crowds as well i don't like it when it feels like a crowd is forcing stuff so yeah i feel like the grouch would be bigger if the crowd had um taken that stuff yeah yeah if they were just like they like they had like you know a song card and they were just like hitting all the all the classics you know just singing all the chants that mm-hmm. you've come to know and love yeah i, I and, think... like watching it on a stream the crowd seemed fine like it didn't take away from the show at all the show was pretty good yeah there, there were, i think there were a couple of matches at the progress show which seemed a little quiet but nothing i don't know nothing crazy i don't think oh, i didn't get that but yeah we were we were seated for the um mercury rising show in sort of a puddle of british people mm. um yeah that's quite and they term. kept they were like there it seemed like they really wanted to affect a certain vibe yeah um but that the, they, they were kind of having difficulty um making that vibe happen and the guy <laughs> sitting next to me he was by, I think he was by himself. I'm not sure, but he just would repeatedly bang on the railing and curse, and that was his <laughs> shtick for the show. That sounds all right. That's nice. Yeah, that's a pretty good bit. Sometimes was... you have to take matters into your own hands. <laughs> <laughs> was he a British guy? Like, was it specifically British cursing? Or... Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good. Could have guessed. Uh, hey, Socks. What else we got? Are we got any more questions? We have another one from Tyler, <gasps> and Tyler asks. Hey, Tyler. If you were required by law to get a wrestling-themed vanity license plate. What would it say? Um, reborn by fate. <laughs> I uh, think that would be a little long. That's a little long. Well, you Ma- can shorten it. You can squeeze that in. You can squeeze that in. F8 for fate. Yeah, F8. That's a good one. Reborn. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah, no vowels in reborn. And then just uh, buy. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's easy. Cool. Uh, mine would be settle your tea kettle, but it would be S-T-L-Y-R-K-T-L? Is that too much? That's probably too many. It's too complicated, but that's what makes it good. Yeah, I think that's a bit cool. I'd try and find a way to make settle your tea kettle work. What's our maximum character count for a vanity license plate? It's like eight, but I think yeah, it's like eight, but I think like they're a little lenient and it goes up to like ten or something like that. I haven't checked. I'll allow ten. Maybe it changes by state by state. Gotcha. Would the WrestleMania theme song count? Could I have one that said, give me the green light 
<laughs> sure, that would work. Yeah, uh, I think a lot about getting a vanity license plate because oh. weird, like low key vanity license plates are kind of my thing. Uh, <laughs> I have almost crashed a couple times taking pictures of them. <laughs> so it's like I keep thinking about ones I want to get, and it's usually like something really dumb, like <laughs> like a third like a third rung Naruto character as a as a uh, license oh plate. <laughs> I don't even watch it, but I think it would be funny. But it's like I think something good would just be like the name of a wrestler <laughs> and not like a good one but like uh-huh. a really dumb one like uh-huh. just I one that just says like kurt hawkins <laughs> i i like the idea of getting like a jmy uso so it's just for jimmy uso like <laughs> like you're specifically only a fan of jimmy uso not like not jay uso <laughs> i don't know why that would be specifically speaking uh, that's also good because you could actually fit jay uso but you exactly. are Easy. i'm not doing it I've chosen Jimmy Uso, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have my reasons. People don't get to know why. <laughs> so I think I think I would have to go with Bree mode. Mm. That's oh, a good that's one. Good. That's really that's real good. good. That's a good but one. But you'd have to you'd have to wrestle that one from Bree though, which is the real problem. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the popular one. Yeah. But I mean, we live in I live in a different state than Bree, so true. we probably. But I yeah. think, but you see, look, um, you live in the same state as uh, Nikki and John Cena now. So if Nikki has ever <laughs> bought like right. a, a car as a present for Brie to drive around in Tampa <laughs> then maybe <laughs> that's a thing that twin sisters do so that's that's a situation you might encounter when you, when you try and get this license plate that would be fucked up it would be, yeah. Yeah. now Socks you're gonna get one that says Little Miss Bliss right <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> that's like first pick right there yeah, that, that was just an assumption we made we yeah. Don't to, yeah we know that alright now we're getting to the real meat of it uh, we got a whole bunch of questions about one topic in particular that I know the Wrestling On Air listeners just want us to chew our teeth in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one from Andy says... Wait, is this Andy again? Yep, he said two. Okay, we've got to put a limit on this. <laughs> <laughs> Andy wants to know, I'd like to find out why Tim has his head up his arse and thinks Vin <laughs> Diesel is the good guy and The Rock is a fake. The Rock is a fake. Everything he says is just... <laughs> his own hype like he's Hmm. a he's a salesman that's all he does and then like if you see this new movie it is very clear that he is not the hobbs character anymore he is just straight up the rock and it's very annoying mm. but vin diesel he's about family in real life and in film and that's good should we also announce probably for the rest of the podcast however much is left we're gonna spoil a lot about the fate of the furious and probably all of the fast oh, and yeah. the furious films so hey if you've got a problem with that uh you should stop listening because this is gonna be a lot of fast and the furious <laughs> talk <laughs> but thanks for listening this long yeah but hey yeah. thanks for keeping with it um bye oh, bye bye guys <laughs> see ya bye bye, um, bye. I was... i'm so glad they're gone guys oh, oh, god, god they were dragging me Ugh. down they were just such hard work. we had to put up with that for a long time um so I will say, so I own the Rock's shoes, as as has been established. Uh, so I want to be very positive <laughs> about the Rock, and I want to support him and his slogans and how he presents himself. <laughs> I can no longer do that after watching Fate of the Furious and specifically seeing um, other like social media posts he made prior to the filming of that that film, uh, where he makes it clear that he is only doing this film to kind of like establish a spin-off for his Hobbs character. And that bugs me, you know? He doesn't care about family. Yep. He's just, he, he, he really <laughs> really is just, like, looking to create a new film for himself. And he does it... This was does, business for him. It was. And, and, it, and he doesn't do it in a good way. He doesn't do it in a way that I ever want to see the Hobbs character ever again. Which which is really sad, because I thought he was really good in, you know, the, the previous films. And um, 
I'm sorry, Andy. I'm sorry, but you know, I've got to go. Got to side with Tim, and I got to side <laughs> with the uh, the Vin Man here. I think Vin Diesel is probably a very particular kind of guy, but um, he, he seems more genuine. He seems to really care about you know. I, I'm I I feel bad for him that they they did what they did to to the Fast and the Furious. A moment of silence. I don't think you've spoiled anything. Not yet. Yeah. Wow. There's, Aaron, there's oh, we're like, gonna. There's like three more questions specifically about the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting off slow. RJ, our friend Ruben, writes in and mm. wants us to rank the Fast and the Furious franchise now that most of us have seen the, re- the most recent installment. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'll go from uh, worst to best. Okay. We got at the at eight. We got fate of the furious wow okay cool by the, yeah. by the way i hate to cut in but i just checked the last question it's literally exactly this one also and that who's, who's <laughs> and the also last... they want us to stop slandering the rock and jason statham on twitter that is uh that is william sent that thank, one in. thank thank you william uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's <laughs> all we can say yeah eight is fate of the furious yep mm-hmm. seven would be uh too fast too furious mm. yep six would be Fast and fast, the Fast and the Furious, the original. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Five yeah. would be uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Yep. Okay. Um. So, so now we're on six. I would have to say mm-hmm. Fast Six would be six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Seven would be. I wonder which number that is. I'm very confused uh. now. I've lost. I've lost the thread here. Okay. Wait. <laughs> so you've got you've got Tokyo. Sorry, you've got Furious. Wait, you've got the top four to do now. So you've yeah. got Fury, uh, Fast and Furious Six. Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast Five, and Furious Seven are your are your four left. To rank, okay, I think. so um, we'll go we'll go Furious Six, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then wow. Fast and Furious uh, Seven. Yeah. Okay. And then Fast and Furious Five. That's my top three. Oof. So Tokyo Drift is number four. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. I would say I agree with that list. I would maybe put I would put Fate of the Furious above Too Fast Too Furious. I think Too Fast Too Furious is Ooh. like. Very, too, fast to, almost, too Furious didn't um, wreck the series for the rest of its life, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, that, yeah, I mean, I, uh, that's tough. So you're getting into the real meta nature of Fast and Furious, like the actual way these films are going to lead into each other less yeah. than like, uh, less than like the ones that are just more enjoyable to watch. Well, well that was kind of yeah. the thing with Fast and Furious, though. It was, it, it did all of it. Instead of just being an action movie, there actually were characters and things actually made somewhat of sense in their own little universe. <laughs> and they kind of yeah. threw that away with Fate of the Furious. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. Uh, Oren, do you, do you want to share your, your list of the, the first franchise? I know you've seen all of them. And, and don't be afraid to be, you know, I know that I I'm, I mostly agree with Tim, but yeah. I, I'll spare you any, like, list and just tell you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay. I, I learned that that was a bad idea. Yeah, that, that series is titled confusingly, and it's difficult. Yeah. Yes, this I felt. You know how you feel when you're like looking at a math problem you don't understand, or like reading a language. That's yes. how I feel. Fast and Furious is my favorite. The first, the, the no. fourth one, the fourth one. The, oh, oh, yes, oh, fast, okay. fast, really? ampersand, furious. So you're right? a big fan of tunnel racing. <laughs> yeah, you said That's it. <laughs> and uh and i'm pretty salty about uh the fate of the furious so i'll go ahead and put that at the end of the list because fuck okay, that that's fair all right uh just just those two and everything else is just a. everything uh, else is just a bunch of whatever everything else is number two just whatever it's like it goes one is four uh mm-hmm. two is a competition between every other movie 
and then three is fate and fury. <laughs> that seems. I'm fair. not sure I understood, but I get it. Well, you know how like you know how like in ranking systems, it'll just say like two, and then if there's a whole bunch of things in that two slot, and then it'll just jump down to eight right after that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, I. I. Yeah. I'm. I'm. The. The more I. Yeah. The fate of the furious is one of those films. Like the more I think about it, the more annoyed I get about how much it spoils that franchise and how it just kind of fucks it up in a in a very yeah, annoying way. They're not things they can fix later on. You can't they, un, you can't undo really, a no. baby. You can't undo they, a baby. No. <laughs> the baby okay, so the baby oh my god, the baby. So the baby itself doesn't <laughs> annoy me. I thought the baby actor was one of the best baby actors I've ever seen. Um the 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 time the way that they just kind of act like the audience is idiots as far as like the Fast and the Furious timeline is crazy because because if they've never they, done that before. They're usually pretty good. They've always respected us from that angle. As far as, like, you know, the continuity, like, the, even even if the crazy stuff of Tokyo Drift, like, occurring in the future, they were like, that's cool, we'll get to it. They got to it. It worked out fantastically. And this, they're just kind of retconning stuff in a way which just doesn't make sense, and it's, it's a real bummer. And also, they don't have any respect for Han and his sacrifice and how he died... And they should not have let Jason Statham come to the barbecue. Han is, and, and of all characters to do that to, Han is the most beloved character in all mm-hmm. of Fast and Furious history. <laughs> and they're going to let his killer be a part of the family. Yeah, that's like, that. that's that's a crazy thing. Like, they can have Vin Diesel be uh, 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 respectful and appreciative of, you know, the work that Jason Statham did. But at the same time, he's, he should be like, also, fuck you for killing Han. You're not coming to the barbecue. Go back Give to me my baby back. Give me my baby. He just snatched the baby away. Give me my baby. He slaps the, well, not even the Corona. <laughs> he slaps the Budweiser out of Jason Statham's hand and says, you go back to prison now. You go back to prison and we're not friends. They also ruined Statham in a way because he was a really good bad guy. He was fantastic. Like, and I was, gonna, I was um, Remember, I pitched you how I would have ended that movie. Yes. Um, but I don't think anybody else has heard <laughs> it. Yeah, I want to hear this. Okay. Tell us that. Yeah, yeah. So mm. at the end, uh, like, towards the end, Statham is saving... Uh, Vin Diesel's baby from the plane, and um, mm. the bad guy Cipher or the bad girl Cipher um, is on that plane. She gets away, mm. but what should have happened is he should have killed her, left that baby on the plane, and jumped out. And <laughs> 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 that's perfect. It kind of because like I thought the the Cipher villain was not that great, so it, and it, re- it kind of brings Statham back as the big bad guy. He kills a baby in like a really brutal. <laughs> Way. I'll just leave you on a crashing plane. <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. Like, he got what he wanted. Why would he care about that baby? Actually, you know what? You know what would make that even better? Like he he leaves the baby on the plane that's about to crash. We never see you know. But exactly he, but he what, throws a grenade at it first. He, he, sure. <laughs> he he throws he he leaves it in a circumstance which seems like this baby's definitely going to die. We assume that baby's going to definitely die until Fast and the Furious Ten, which is set like you know twenty years in the future, when it turns out that baby survived. And then he comes back with old man Vin Diesel to take down old man Jason Statham. You could at least leaving the door open to something like that, while also maintaining <laughs> Jason Statham as the number one bad guy. I know you just like the story and like the overall story and stuff. That didn't bother me. I felt like it was just a fine sure. middle of the road thing. But like the baby yeah. that makes no sense because of the timeline and mm. the all that with Statham. Yeah, I just I just don't like it. Yeah, I I thought a lot of it was. I thought it was not 
very it, it wasn't fun to look at like the other films felt much more uh dynamic with all the the stunts and the action yeah like this one it just felt like like the stuff in new york with like all the cars being remote control driven around the city number one it just like like it just felt like a cgi thing and number two like the speed at which all those cars were moving through new york is like to someone who lives in New York like more ludicrous than everything else because that's it, it was just really stupid. Uh, ludicrous, nice. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm very saying. Very good, nice. Uh, yeah, so the, I don't know. So I just didn't think it was a very exciting film. Most of the people felt off. Letty is a great character. She got kind of fucked over because they it ends up with Vin Diesel just inheriting a baby from his dead ex girlfriend, and then he turns mm-hmm. up and he's like, "Hey, Letty, I guess we've got a baby now." And they never address, they never have that conversation where she's like, "Actually, wait, what?" Yeah, and she's she's like <laughs> one of the more strong characters, and she rolled over for him constantly yeah. in that movie. Yeah, and I, I feel bad for like uh, who's the actress that plays Vin Diesel's ex girlfriend, the Brazilian lady. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad for her. like she was a pretty good character and they just kind of like kill her off in a kind of really lame way and it's just like oh wow just fuck everything you know we've Vin Diesel's got to have that baby and we're gonna we're even though it makes no sense and it's it's a real bummer it's gonna yeah. happen <sighs> so I, just, I just wonder if if they would have put corona on the set if everything would have been different <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing like yeah. it's no coincidence that the worst fast and furious movie didn't have corona in it right there, there were a lot of things like the corona is i would say chief chief amongst the the uh the, the missing elements i would say yeah that was it's, it's a real bummer it's a real bummer do you guys think the the franchise can be brought back or do you think like this is just they, that, unless they that write baby this would have to be a robot or something for them to save it. <laughs> <laughs> I would be okay if that baby being a robot. I think that would be a good. Now, thing. Warren, you you have some you have some beef with this movie. Why don't you uh, tell us what you didn't like? I don't know. This has gotten pretty bad vibes for me. I feel like I'm I should sorry. say something positive about it. No. I really didn't. <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, but most of mine are very like petty aesthetic things. Like I mm-hmm. thought everyone looked like shit. And I'm not sure why. Like, can you guys confirm, no, or maybe no. it's just me? Diesel is starting to look like a muscular Adam Sandler. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if it. I, yeah, I definitely felt like everyone just like looked off. It was just felt kind of off brand in a weird way. It just yeah. Everyone looked super up. weird. Like M- Michelle Rodriguez looked awful Mm -hmm. and i'm not sure like what like it was like bad makeup and weird lighting but i feel like if i were her and i watched myself in that movie i would probably cry (laughs) at how awful i looked oh um the (laughs) like the what's her the cypher's bad like um dreadlock thing like whose idea was that who how many people like at a table like okayed that choice before it made it onto film see a lot of this movie felt like a boardroom type of movie right like like they did market research and were like white girl dreads are what's (laughs) happening right now hacker community (laughs) yeah this is a big deal we are marketing like early 2000s hackers right now that's a big thing we need to go after them in a big way yeah it would yeah just it just just felt very off and yeah like it was usually like when they're presented like all the the gang they're kind of like you know riffing off each other and they seem like fun people to hang out with they just seemed like people going through the motions and it was i it, it, it bummed me out. It bummed me out. At the barbecue, I know we've spoken about this before, but for the listeners mm-hmm. out there, they they all sit around, they they dig mm-hmm. into their food, they have their little family moment, and then mm-hmm. 
someone pops a great big spoon into a hot baked mac and cheese. (laughs) And to me, that is so fucked up. (laughs) That you would take a hot baked mac and cheese and sit it on a rooftop in what I assume is summer weather conditions. It's just, I mean, that's not what we eat. We eat cool, refreshing food with our Coke products and Bud Light, not (laughs) hot, cheesy mac and cheese, not pasta. Would you have liked it more if, like, uh, it had been, like, one of the characters just, like, pushing their spoon into this big steaming like hot mac and cheese and then just immediately putting it in their mouth <laughs> and then kind of sc- <laughs> then screaming in agony as they realize you know the mistake that they've made it's too hot for this food yeah it's like and they're just like screaming around who bought this mac and cheese you know and this it was staple uh, the whole time and now yes. he's a bad guy <laughs> And they scream at him, you're not coming back to the barbecue. Yeah. Or they feed the baby some of the mac and cheese, but it's too hot. <laughs> just torturing this poor baby. They just no, sit it right no. in it. Just, yeah. Go to sleep. Maybe like Michelle Rodriguez has just like got a real kind of like beef with this baby because it's like her, her boyfriend's like love child and she, she she just force feeds it like steaming hot mac and cheese. And she questions why that baby is so young if that woman had it so long ago. Oh god, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like the lady should say, wait, wait a minute. We got back together like three years ago. This baby is clearly about twelve months. Like Vin Diesel, you must have fucked with this girl, like you know, like a year and a half ago. How is this cool? And Vin Diesel would just shrug and just say, "Oh, this family, salut." <laughs> the streets always win. <laughs> the street, yeah, the street always wins. Ah, so guys, that was some Fast and the Furious talk. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish that we liked it better. I wish it was a better film. But guess well, what? I just, we don't. I would be yeah. okay if the next one was like Dilma. Like somebody waking up and saying, "Oh, that was a weird dream," or like, "Oh, that was we, yeah. we were sitting in a room with a gas leak in it, and that's what happened." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this crazy tale, this this yeah. this this fun side story that didn't really happen. It was the baby's uh, dream all along. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great way to solve it. Yeah, uh, cool. But yeah, I think I feel like that was kind of our show, guys. I feel like we got everything yeah. off our chest that we needed to. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm good with it. I liked it. All right. Well, high five, guys. Yeah. We did it again. Nicely Swish. done. Yeah. 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 Friday night. It's not Friday night, but still, we, you know, we, we made it. Um, it is, in fact, Sunday morning now. Yeah. Well, well for oh, some it of actually us. is. Yeah. Oh, well. For some of us. Uh, <laughs> but hey, hey, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for being part of this 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 gathering, this this podcast. And hey, thanks for you listeners for sticking it out with us, um, unless you bailed on us because you wanted to avoid the Fast and the Furious spoiler talk, which wasn't that bad in the end. Um, that was us. Uh, yeah. Socks, you're, you're best at doing the, the outro stuff. I still haven't really gotten a good grip on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can find all of us on Twitter. That's at right. Wrestling Earth, or go to, uh, go to our website, wrestlingonearth.com, where you will find some other articles. Yeah. Uh, not very many current articles. There's some good older stuff. Like, if you look at my good older stuff, like the merch table, that was good stuff. Uh, some of them. The merch least. table was good stuff. When are you going to bring it back? Mm. You can also email questions to <laughs> wrestlingonearth at gmail.com. You can also e- and hey, mm-hmm. or, you can also or use the AskWOA hashtag, which we did not check during this episode because yeah, we got we too didn't... many emails. We got we got six emails and that was too many. <laughs> that was a lo- that's a lot of emails. That's a lot of emails, even though two were for my brother. But um you know, yeah. I'll I'll speak to Andy about that. Uh but yeah. yeah, you can yeah, absolutely reach out to us if you've got more questions. And you can find me on Twitter at Tom Blog. Uh, Socks, hey, where can they find you? Just one Twitter, please. Uh, you can find me. Yeah, I only have one Twitter now. I mean, I have other Twitters, but for, they're they're for other more illicit things. We know you say um, this every podcast. Yeah, people are throwing oh food God. at the 
I'm at Socks Mahoney on Twitter. And cool. you can find my video game stuff at videogameshootyou.com. Motherfucker. Tim, uh, where, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so you can find Tim at Tim Welcome. Yeah, that's on Twitter. right. Um, also, yeah. um, is payback this, uh, not this weekend? I have no idea. Is it tomorrow? Uh, Next weekend, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you can probably find uh, yeah, it's the 30th. me and Tom and Joey's predictions on WrestlingOnEarth.com. Oh, yeah. Sometime next week. Yeah. yeah, probably, maybe. And hey, Oren, where can people find you on, on Twitter if they wanted to? At Oren Ann with an underscore. That's it. Nice. Mm. And if people wanted to order pizza from you, where would... No, we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to plug your pizza shop on the pod? That'd be weird. You know, we that would be that. too weird. Let's yeah. not do I mean, that. do you want to... I mean, you, we could, you could sponsor the podcast. I was going to say that, yeah. <gasps> you could pay Send us pizzas. Wow. <laughs> run ads. Yeah, deliver, deliver, deliver us pizzas. So we're going to have a pizza taste yeah. test from Oren's Pizza Shop next week, next week, next time on the pod. <laughs> so that's going to happen. Look forward to that. Ah, thanks, guys. Hey, salute me, familia. It's Friday night.